I thought this movie was very funny. I liked it when I was a kid. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I always liked this movie, but I, I had no idea. Was, I was, laughed out loud a few times. Yeah, it still holds yeah. up. I mean, it, it which is funny up. considering I hate Tim Allen. Yeah, Tim Allen doesn't hold up, but the movie does, oddly. I kept thinking that every time I saw Tim in a... Uh, this is going to be great. I feel like I am talking about Tim, like, this entire movie. That's what it's going to be. Like, every scene, it was like Tim in snow. I was like, cocaine? No. Not cocaine. Co- cocaine? No. No, no, no. Cocaine. Fuck. Ho, 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 and welcome into the first Christmas-themed movie of the month for Hold My Popcorn. I'm Max Ely in Nashville, and in the north end of Boston, we have Tim Begin. How are you, Timmy? Fantastic, Max. Uh, it's uh, Tim Allen. Tim Allen is like a uh, father to me in that uh, he was arrested for dealing cocaine and, and was a bad person. So, yes. Like father, like son. Yeah. <laughs> and also bringing his own type of holiday cheer over Sacramento Freeway is John Anoshack. How you doing, John? Hey, you know, I'm pretty good. It's uh, it's tough. People don't give me the respect I deserve anymore because it started raining. So they aren't they aren't able to distinguish between what's falling off of the overpasses. But, mm. uh, so business is low, but I'm pretty good. You know, it's uh, it's nice getting chilly out here. I'm getting my uh, my ho ho and going just like you and uh, growing out my gut mm-hmm. so I can work on hypertension and diabetes like Tim Allen in this fucking movie. Ooh, very nice. Tis the season. Mm. Okay, well, kick off our limited group. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, yeah, to kick off our limited Christmas month, uh, since we're only two weeks away from Christmas, we watched the family comedy where a neglectful, divorced dad learns how to love his disturbed son after killing Santa in the Santa Claus from 1994 and starring Tim Allen. I want to stop you right there. Okay. Tim Allen is a neglectful, divorced dad. He is a divorced dad. Which means that by sort of by definition, he's a little absent. But I, you know, as far as like neglectful dads go, like you could have a lot worse than Tim Allen. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing. They didn't show this, the scenes before this happened. This, everything in this movie is just it's on the up and up. No, yeah, I mean, we don't know. We don't know what <laughs> Tim Allen did to get himself in the situation. He could have fucking come home with a bunch of Colombian marching powder and fucking <laughs> popped his wife one. You know what I mean? Throwing the kid through a plate glass window. I'm not sure. But that's all conjecture. I'm not going to conject right now. The kid I'm does seem say. a little bit, he's got a little bit of a tick to him, so he could have gone through a plate glass window. But I'm immediately <laughs> suspect of anybody who gets divorced as a, as a man and gets to have a giant house still. It's like, what do you do for a living, Tim? Well, he did downgrade well, we know his what's car. inside of those. Yeah, he did. De- well, yeah, it's a Ford. That Taurus. is a shitbox. Ford Taurus show. Woo. That had a that had a Mustang Woo. engine in it. Yeah. <laughs> Classy on the inside, shit on the out. Also, what does it say about him that the second the kid goes missing later that the cops are called and, oh, of course, no, he kidnapped his son. So, yeah, there's some history there. I would love to see in that director's cut. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that this, like, if we did a prequel to this movie, it would probably be just Tim Allen's life before he got famous where he was stuffing cocaine into dolls and selling them to uh selling them to to people for a profit because I'm assuming that's what got him divorced was that his wife found out that he was just using his toy salesman business to move a lots of weight and then you know the the kid probably got kidnapped by his partners who knows I'm again saw conjecture 
Well, I think that the wife was in on it and she drew the line once he actually cut open a cat, put the Coke inside of the cat, sewed it back up. I think that's where she drew the line. She's actually a card-holding PETA member. I think that's what it was. Right. But we all know He's definitely using those dolls for something. Definitely. Yeah, fuck toys. What it was, we could never be certain of. And go on about your cat story, Tim. I want to hear. Listen, I'm not going to disclose that. I've had time to think about this. And I'm not going to say that. Yeah, no, be careful. There's a lot of Californian listeners. You'll have those fuckers swinging from the trees outside of your house, Max. So we should uh, stick Mm -hmm. away from the PETA shit. Okay, that's fair. They're everywhere. They're listening. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Yeah, let's get into it. Movie opens up with this big-ass multiple-story office Christmas party right before Hans Gruber comes in and executes a CEO, Peter Boyle, to show that he means business. (laughs) (laughs) That that, that happens in this movie, right? Is this the Hatachi company? No, Wait. no, we make toys. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Ma- the GPS uh, had it wrong. Max, I um, thought that you were on team that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. What oh, no, f- I am I am pro Die Hard Christmas movie all the way. Oh, okay, good. All right. That movie never would have happened if it wasn't for Christmas because they were at a Christmas party. Anyway. Um, but yeah, you know, the movie immediately establishes that Tim Allen, aka Scott Kelvin, is just an asshole. First for, you know, just he steamrolls over his partner's speech and then he lies to his ex-wife about being late uh, for his son, Charlie. So, you know, this, I don't know, I'm going to have a different take on this because I, my opinion on this whole movie was that he really isn't that bad of a guy. And he's really not doing anything wrong. Seems like a great guy to me. These are my favorite movies when Tim just completely <laughs> disagrees with everything. <laughs> no, well, let me tell you why you're wrong. Just he's got a great sense of humor. He seems like a loving father. Sure, he lies once in a while. Maybe he was out banging whores. I, I don't know. Again, I'm not going to, I'm not conjecting right now. No, no, no. Don't call them by the derogatory term that you call them whores. Who is? Who is? That's the polite. Or, apologies. No, but in, in the, in the, uh, the white collar field, you call them secretaries. Ah, That's a good point, ooh. yes. Yeah. As he passive aggressively calls out one of his co-workers or later as, on, or earlier on in the movie. Or as Robert Kraft would call them, <laughs> Well, speaking of Charlie, he's all sad because, is it his stepdad or just boyfriend, his mom's boyfriend? I boyfriend. think they're married, but... Oh, really? Um, yeah, they're ma- I think the mom and, and, what's his name, Neil, right? Yeah, Neil. Neil are married, but I don't think, like... <laughs> They, he's adopted Charlie. Neil is such a f- Judge Reinhold. A, it's a just, douchey name, right? Oh my god, it's a horrible name. That's just the worst stepdad. I can already see it. It's like, oh yeah, this is the one who just tries to get me to like play with model train sets. Like, what the? Fuck? You know that you know that Neil is like rubbing on Charlie's back like a little too long too when he's talking to him. Well, he just got out of the priesthood. You know, it's it's a hard transition. <laughs> it's like way yeah. too much eye contact. <laughs> Look into my eyes. I think we all know that you know, like if you get a dad who wanted to talk about like your emotions and stuff, like a psychiatrist like Neil, it's like that's that's just like what a, you're just making your son you're just trying to make your son get bullied and made yeah. fun of. Like your son comes in and says, You're projecting your feelings onto me. It's like, yeah, it's a good way to get stuffed into a fucking locker. Yeah, that's what you gotta say when you you come home and your wife's banging somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you're trying to rationalize these emotions that you're feeling, these murderous emotions that you're feeling, yeah, it's a good way to go about it. But that's just going to end up in an, in like you blowing up on a subway and murdering some people. 
<laughs> but anyway, yeah. So Neil, he he tells uh, Charlie that Santa doesn't exist, and you know Charlie's all all bummed out about it. To which, um, <laughs> but which I'm which I was in favor of. I think I think kids believe in Santa way too long. Here are the first three things that I'm going to say to my kids when they come out of the womb. I'm your dad. Get a job. And Santa isn't real. I am not your friend. That is your mother's job. Yeah. This is a business arrangement. I just signed away. Basically, I am responsible for you. If you burn down a building, guess what? That means that I burnt down a building. Don't fuck up, kid. Exactly. You want to load them up with as much pressure as possible right from the get-go so mm-hmm. that they're just anxious, nervous messes the rest of their life about making a mistake. And that's how you breed success. <laughs> well, yeah, and you never need to beat them. So child services can't do a goddamn thing. Right, right. Uh, yeah, emotional abuse is an abuse in the eyes of the law. Hmm, those scars don't heal. I don't, know if, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I'm going with. <laughs> it's the Tim again 1.0 father plan. There's no need for anything else. There's never going to be a 2.0. It's done. I'm... I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write a book on parenting like Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be me and a Bill Cosby sweater eating Jello. <laughs> what you gotta do is you gotta make sure you give them all the potions and put them in the drinks, and then you touch the vaginas a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> chapter one. That's the title. <laughs> no, that was Dude, the dedication had- page, Tim. That wasn't even the first <laughs> chapter. <laughs> I dedicate this book to all my sleepy pills that I give the girls. <laughs> I, think, I think we'd have to have a new segment. Podcast, right? <laughs> Bill Cosby impression. It's called Max Getting Fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Going back to this movie though, Charlie, he has a very just he has a like a pushable face, not a punchable face, but like one that you just want to like put your hand into and just like push away from. Yeah, he is a whiny little bitch, Ugh. too. You know what I mean? And he got that the fucking that penis mushroom cut that he's got. Like, everybody, every cool. single yeah. kid had in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, honestly, I'll take him over the Jurassic Park kid, though, any day. I mean, if there's one thing that I would ever agree with yeah. Paco about, fuck that kid. But this kid, yeah. pushable face. Yeah. I, well, into a locker, basically, so you can just bounce it off of something. Yeah. I feel like it would be a good sports ball of sorts. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be getting a lot of that in high school. Yeah. If you if you Google that kid, he has a um, a lip ring. I'm like, yeah, you need to throw some kind of edge on you. Otherwise, people are still gonna just gonna be like mushing your face against walls. Um, my next note here was Tim Tim Allen is such a great asshole. It just comes so naturally to him. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't. He's so well, good. I don't even know if the listeners heard this part, but I can't stand Tim. Tim sucks. <laughs> I I thought he was hilarious. Hey now. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, John. I I thought that he was laugh out loud funny. He no. Like once he got soft, it wasn't as funny. But when he like the beginning of this movie, when he's just like a raging dickhead, I loved it. So let me let me. I guess I'll I'll rephrase. Um, I love to hate him. Yes, that's fair. So I, yeah, I think this is a cultural difference because. <laughs> This is how all discourse is in the Northeast. <laughs> oh, like believe in me. Boston, I, I know there is there are no serious statements. Everything is said through just this brick wall of sarcasm and dry wit, <laughs> passive aggressive commentary. That's why Max and I feel so like comfortable with this. <laughs> no, We're just so, like ah, yes. I I was born between two worlds. I have uh, you know southern southern mother and then father from North Jersey, work in Manhattan, kind of a thing. So, right. Yeah. I right. I get it. Um, and I've been running farther away from Jersey, just like him. 
ever since. <laughs> so you, do you realize how unhealthy this form of communication is and you're trying to rectify it? Yeah, I'm I'm unpacking a lot of my own psychological trauma right now on the air. Uh, um, anyways, <laughs> I'm rock hard right now and I don't know why. Hmm. Well, anyway. What does that mean? I don't know. It's Sometimes just... psychotherapy can make that happen. <laughs> How does that make you feel, John? Now listen, count. Yeah, listen. Count back from a hundred. Don't pay attention to the feels. <laughs> the feels. Just close your eyes. Well, I'm a doctor. See, what you got to do is you got to count back to a hundred and take a sip of this drink, and then you'll go night night. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know this was gonna turn into a Bill Cosby rape sesh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what it's gonna be. I just feel confused now. Uh, that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, but you're not hard anymore. You're right. It worked. Oh, my God. Huh. All right. He's still not Santa yet. So, uh, Scott, he tries to make a turkey dinner, but then it just goes horribly wrong. This was laugh out loud funny, I thought. Um, like, first, you know, he yeah. uses the extinguisher just to, like, you know, the, t- the turkey's on fire. And then out of nowhere, it just, like, lights back on fire, and it's, like, a massive fire. <laughs> you know, like, unblows the entire canister that it's, like, spraying liquid from the bottom of the can just all over the turkey. <laughs> yeah it was great it was like very like stooges like physical comedy i liked it a lot <laughs> well then charlie goes like that fire was really big <laughs> like before you see the second fire <laughs> fire is really big dad <laughs> yeah i know fucking idiot god damn neil dude you think charlie <laughs> one more comment like that you're going into the oven kid really should have laid off the me and your mother really should have laid off the blow when we were trying to conceive <laughs> you get holes in your brain, kid. <laughs> we didn't plan well, for you. <laughs> you were an accident. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Here was your burnt turkey. <laughs> I never loved your mother. You know that, don't Here's you? I didn't understand. Was this Christmas Eve or Christmas? Yeah, Christmas Eve, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, because... it had to be Christmas because they fell asleep and they woke up, and Santa was there. So that also, means, what kind of company well, would have a, oh, yeah. again, like all these fucking movies, what kind of company has a party either on Christmas or Christmas Eve? No, 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 no company does that. No, no, no company. Does no. That. no, no, no. They do I, the Christmas parties on like the life. 10th. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, safe to say that dinner doesn't work out. So instead they go to the American institution that is Denny's, but the Tim Allen's horror is full of screaming Asians. <laughs> which is which is kind of horrifying to be honest especially for tim allen because you know that he had a few things to say about this that disney would not allow into the movie oh yeah well well disney might have allowed it into the movie but the, the other the new ones uh, I, don't, I don't know if they would have wait what's well, tim's backstory what he has back he has got some he's some shit yeah he's a racist oh he's like yeah See, like a Trumper. He went on The View recently and was bitching about how he can't say the N-word anymore. <laughs> so. Huh. Yeah. yeah, see, I knew I, I had my intuition told me. A bold, a bold uh, thing for a white man to say. Yeah. Especially Buzz Lightyear to say. Right. He's uh, got fuck you money, though. Yeah, he does. That's true. So what, are these, that. what is this goddamn Chinaman doing in my Denny's? No, Charlie, I will not lower my voice. I don't care if you're embarrassed. Drink your chocolate milk. <laughs> It was laugh out loud funny when every other person in the Denny's though was just like a dad and their kids. It's just fucking hilarious. Dads. Yeah. Turkey. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Well, then, like, you know, Charlie's like, 
um, well, they asked for like three different things. We're out. We're out. He's like, can I get a chocolate milk? We're out. Regular milk's fine. <laughs> it's just like that made me laugh too. This kid is so disappointed. Uh, you want to know what? Good. That's right. I'm glad he's disappointed. He needs to realize what fucking real life is sooner rather than later. He's been living in some la la land like fairy fucking castle. <laughs> With oh, two shit. loving You're parents. basically on constant vacation as a kid. You just don't fucking realize it, even though your parents are telling you, like, kid, it's great right now. Right. Soak it yep. up. You don't realize that life is just a series of misery. Until you get a cell phone and then you just become dependent on everything else other than yourself. Right. Mm. We're we're holiday depressed right now, aren't we? This has just been such a dark episode considering it's a Christmas movie. Well, this- I'm I'm a super big Grinch. I hate Christmas. <laughs> no, the, the, this is for the, the, the like this episode or our next few episodes are for the people that are driving to the Christmas parties with their family that right. they don't want to talk to. Mm. Yeah. yeah. My actually my work holiday Christmas party is tonight. <laughs> like my big office one and our office I didn't go and I remember someone like this really like happy go lucky girl in our office I saw her in the the kitchenette while I was filling up my water bottle and she's like you going to the Christmas party tonight and I was like no goes, why not I go I never go because why wouldn't you go it's it's gonna be fun and I'm like why would I go to this <laughs> I already why would I go folks. to this I don't want to see any of you ever again if I woke up tomorrow, if I if I woke up tomorrow and it was like fucking home alone and no one was around, I would be so happy. <laughs> so do you want me to come off the wagon? Because that's what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't want to see Drunk Tim. It's going to be a lot of chaos. Right. A lot of damage. <laughs> it's going to be like Tim Allen on The View. Um, all right, back to it though. So Scott mumbles and speeds through um, the night before Christmas book to Charlie, get some sass from his kid about Santa not being real, and they both go to bed. But then something on the roof wakes them up. <laughs> A very heavy breathing old obese man. Can you imagine those footsteps <laughs> though? If you heard that on your roof, just <laughs> here's my major gripe <sighs> with the Santa Claus, and it, John, it's to your point that. If Santa was this bad at being sneaky, how many times would he have been caught before? You know what I mean? Like, is there a new Santa every year? Because I feel like if, if this is the way they are, Santa's be falling off roofs and dying <laughs> every year. I, I feel like that, like if the Santa was real, like, I mean, how many roofs are just super leaky and shitty? Like, how many times would he just fall through somebody's roof? <laughs> yeah. like, oh, 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 oh shit! Think about all those poor roofs that he lands on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Holy shit. He would just crush Preble's little box. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Well, just the air traffic control nightmare, like picking him up on the radar. It's like, oh shit, it's happening again. And it's gone. All right. Okay. And it's back. What if he hit a plane in midair? I mean, post 9-11, he would have been shot out of the sky 15 oh times. God. You know what I mean? The Canadians would have taken his ass out. Yeah, he's, just, he's like cookie and milk drunk, just like swerving all over the air, just running into people. Like diabetic coma. Diabetes. Mm, <laughs> Starts like just smacking his leg for it to work so he can get out of the sleigh. <laughs> I bet that uh, bad Santa just crumbles up cookies and just does rails of those fucking things <laughs> off of a reindeer's ass. <laughs> the trick is to substitute the, the, uh, the flour with cocaine. That's the trick. It's great. You do you do that in oxy. 
It's good. <laughs> it's good balance. Oh, these cookies are way too heavy. Oh, fuck. Santa going down. Um, all right, speaking of Santa, though. So he falls off the roof like LL Cool J in Deep Blue Sea, and bam, Santa's dead. It's also not that far of a fall. I don't know. That's like, that's like you have a, uh, a slip disc at the most. Yes. Who he must have, that fall? I think, oh, you know what it was? He had a heart attack on the way down. Ah, <laughs> it was all yeah. his goddamn cookies, dude. He's just on the way to, oh, shit, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, dead. <laughs> I should have just taken a bite. cookie dough. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I love the fact that Santa, he's not just dead. He's like rigor mortis hand dead, which is also hilarious because like they have the behind the back shot of Santa's like dead hand stuck in the air as Charlie just whines to his dad about killing Santa. <laughs> you killed Santa. Me, me, me. How many dad, how many kids, you know, you'd be lucky your dad killed Santa. That makes him unique. Uh, a dollar well, yeah. for every time I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was expecting to go, I bought that for a dollar. But... Uh, no, like, it, that would be the best thing, because then it's like, holy shit, we get all the fucking gifts out of the sleigh. Right, yeah, like, that's a good point. Whoa, dude, there's some serious TVs in there you could sell on the black market. I mean, come on, it's the 90s. Yeah, you just sell off those reindeer as studs, just, like, sell them off to all the other deer, just make, like, a million bucks per, like, they're a freaking, you know, Kentucky Derby horse. Hmm. You're racking well, up the money. In fact, reindeer are just caribou that have been domesticated. Oh. oh, what about flying wow. reindeer? Yeah. Flying reindeer. Well, that's that's uh, something you only see when you're on acid. Uh, mm. Or mescaline. Mm. With okay. a little bit of oxy or, mixed in. Well, yeah. For good measure. Yeah, Those yeah. are my favorite cookies. <laughs> <laughs> the mescaline oxy cookie. Oh, so you like white chocolate chips on your cookies. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that yeah, what you guys yeah. now? Course. Is that what all this little piece of paperwork? <laughs> <laughs> I went to the freezer and just took a bunch of like a little ice box things, like like little like ice cubes. I I, I thought they were for me. I, oh, I, I don't even know who I'm talking to. I'm outside and there's nobody here. Dude, that reminds me of that chick in college who like got some gum out of her freezer in her yes. apartment and her roommate had put acid on. It. That, that is a friend of ours. That did that. Yep. Really? That's yep. Hilarious. That is a friend of ours. Yeah. She. Yeah. And then she freaked out. She was watching like a movie with her boyfriend in their room, and she's like, "Oh my god, the shadows are moving." <laughs> <laughs> Didn't realize she was on acid. Boyfriend's like, "God, I knew this bitch was crazy." <laughs> Pretty much. Well, uh, that boyfriend too. He had he had a couple of uh, crushed up oxy cookies himself. So you know, we had good friends in college. Oh, great friends, great friends. Um, all right. Well, also, so Santa's magical ladder is that like a made up thing in this movie? Have you guys ever heard of that? That doesn't exist. No, okay. no, that that's no. fucking bullshit. Like that's just I... yeah. somebody produced Santa? that. They're like, we can sell a toy ladder to the kids. Trust us. We can put it in. <laughs> And of course, we also need to use Santa's magical switchblade to ensure that we cut off all the finger, uh, all of his uh, Santa's fingerprints and teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if, like, Santa was real, and if you actually caught Santa, he had to kill you? <laughs> ho ho ho! Looks like you found Santa out. Now hold still while I cut out your eyeballs. <laughs> Stay still. This will be very quick. 
<laughs> just feeds him to the fucking reindeer. <laughs> How do you think these re- reindeer fly? <laughs> <laughs> the souls of children, specifically under six years old. <laughs> innocence. Pure innocence. So sweet. Mm. The sweet, tender nectar of innocence. <laughs> That's what magic really is. Santa's just like a dark lord. It's like super black magic. Turns out. All the all the bad kids get eaten. <laughs> I thought I, if bad kids got coal. Ho, ho, ho. That's just a story your parents tell you. I grind you up and turn you into reindeer food. Ho, 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 ho. It's not coal. It's a hole in your fucking head. <laughs> right through the forehead. Big coal. I mean hole. Anyway, close your eyes. This isn't going to take long. <laughs> so what you just gotta do is you take this little sip of sippy and then it'll be all gone <laughs> also um, so yeah dead Santa just disappears as Charlie just easily walks up the same roof that he fucking slipped off of so that's that's totally cool Charlie is the kind of kid that's gonna end up in the back of a van <laughs> because of candy he is so trusting it's like oh this magical Santa just disappeared and there's reindeer up there and it's like yeah Charlie you got to develop some street smarts here. This probably isn't a good thing to be engaging with right now. And you should probably just go back inside because I got news for you. In real life, this ends with a dung dung and an iced tea on the scene. So you tell me that there's a fat man with a big white beard who's picking up kids in a van saying that he's Santa and then he just rapes and kills him with Bill Cosby. Man, that sounds believable. <laughs> Man, we should really investigate this further. <laughs> Anything was possible in the 90s. It was an age of wonder. Does anybody age of wonder have and trust? <laughs> and people had way too much goddamn money. All right. Well, uh, thank God, too. You know, so, you know, now that, that they're in the reindeer and they're flying around, it's nice to know that, like, every single roof has a landing pad on it. As uh, Tim Allen just puts a suit on, turns to the Mary Poppins, as he squeezes down the chimney into this very fake living room movie set. The uh, the next one after this, the heat pipe scene, I just started laughing out loud because I just imagined just John and Tim just trying to squeeze into that little pipe. <laughs> oh. Yeah, fuck, hold on. Oh. Hey, anyone got any bacon grease? <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking, give me the butter. <laughs> butter me up. <laughs> just butter me up, baby. I'm going to slide right in. <laughs> That's what I had to do uh, at Max's wedding. I don't know if you recall, John. Just me calling out from the bathroom, be like, "Someone get the butter! I gotta squeeze into these here pants." So uh, yeah, quick. So quick story. So John and Tim were in my in my wedding. We were trying on all of our tuxedos, which were slim fit. And Tim goes to put his suit on, and he's just trying to put the button on. And it doesn't work, and he just looks up at us and just goes, "They deemed me not slim enough." <laughs> So Tim had a different suit than everybody else. <laughs> he gave me a fat guy suit. <laughs> hey, this is for the fat guys. <laughs> you can wear this. There's this potato sack we just found in the back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like a fucking Steve Harvey suit. <laughs> Fit like a glove. Yeah. Eight breasted. <laughs> Word in her. Oh no. Oh god. Um, yeah, you know, this scene, uh, you know, Scotty's an asshole. He threatens to take all the, this little girl's toys away. She keeps on asking questions. So, you know, he progresses as the movie goes along. Um, 
And then you get the next house where Scott just, you know, where he's taking out the kayak out of the bag, just knocks a tree over. And then he just pretty much just says, fuck it. And like, just starts tossing all the rest of the shit, like scrapes the walls, like breaks the lamps and just like walks out. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. That was just like what Santa was. Santa was real, but he's like a drunk. Just like fucked up people's houses and then people were like yeah maybe don't come santa <laughs> season making, i was gonna say you're making my homeowner's insurance go up <laughs> santa insurance <laughs> we have a, it's a high risk santa zone yeah you're better off just being naughty you don't want santa to come to your house this year i feel like that would happen like santa it's like people could remember when santa was still a good guy and then he started hanging out with the leprechauns and uh <laughs> they're a bad crew and a bad influence yeah before you know it <laughs> could you imagine the elves are like santa you shouldn't hang out with the leprechauns they're a bad influence oh you don't know you don't know the leprechauns are good people you're That's just because you're an elf yeah. it's because you lost the, the war two hundred thousand years yeah. ago <laughs> doesn't mean that these little patties aren't bad they got great stories oh man I'm uh, I need to get on a diet <laughs> I'm, I'm way behind my quota too it's, he just goes out and just starts like stealing other people's shit he sees like an Alexa in the corner just like takes it just like oh the next kid next door needs this he had it on his list uh I'm going to take it. <laughs> Nobody Cut will notice. Santa. Cut to Santa next year, staring into a mirror with with Mrs. Claus in the background and Santa just going, you ever look in the mirror and thought about killing yourself? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Sounds reminiscent. I didn't think I was bad this year. Santa left me a lump of coal. That's not a lump of coal, hon. Just please go away. <laughs> just, it smells terrible. Santa shit in your stocking. <laughs> it smells terrible. <laughs> We heard Santa pass that. It was not pleasant for anyone. Santa really does need to go on that diet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why is it green? <laughs> Just the season, right? Ho, ho, ho. He is a red and green shit. <laughs> You're welcome. Give me all your goddamn cookies. <laughs> Cookie dough's acceptable. I'll take the two. <laughs> I like to just slide it up my ass. Goes right past the stomach and liver. You guys have bathrooms in this part of the world, right? <laughs> you go slid right past, uh, slid, slid right past doing Santa impressions and into just like Paco's college. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, after seeing the inside of his asshole a couple episodes ago, I can tell you he definitely needs that diet. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, now we're at the North Pole. So Woo! Uh, yeah. And uh, you're introduced to um, all the child slave labor camps and uh, the slave driver, Bernard. So here's a question. Were the elves in this? They're elves, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Elves. Were the elves in this? Were they little people or were they children? I had the same exact question, Tim. I want to know, like, are they like lost boys where they're always the same age? Or are they like the giver where like they just at a certain age, they just like euthanize them. <laughs> like once they're not like, you know, useful anymore. <laughs> oh, that's what he does with the bad kids. He fucking kidnaps them. <laughs> oh, Ooh. dude. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm. They're all oh, that's a good movie. Kidnapped. Super glue's pointy ears on to him. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years an elf. Oh, my God. <laughs> just out there just breaking up icebergs. 
God damn. If someone takes this idea and runs with it, we need to sue them because that is uh, a fantastic yeah. B great horror movie. And Santa just yeah. kidnaps yeah. all the bad kids and forces them into slave labor camps to make all the toys. Right. God damn. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. I like it. We're going to um, have a discussion about that one later. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, and then also, so like, this is also a huge, like big red flag too. So like, <laughs> A fat jolly Santa leaves Christmas night and then like a skinny beerless Coke dealer comes back in and the elves either didn't notice or just don't care. I think the elves seem to be like privy to what happened, mm. which is kind of crazy because how would they know? I mean, they just immediately he's like, you're Santa. It's like, he doesn't look like Santa. Yeah. You guess not know what Santa looked like before he left. They're probably just happy because the the other Santa was probably like a slave driver. <laughs> well, he kidnapped them all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll give us our freedom. I know. Maybe he'll break the cycle. <laughs> Are you on break? No. They get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> What's striking to me is that Tim Allen isn't like questioning reality throughout this whole thing. He's like, I just need to get home. It's like, dude. What at what point did you not did you start to think like maybe I've had a break with reality? This is like a psychotic <laughs> break. You're in the North Pole at like what apparently is some like Christmas Blackwater and <laughs> and you're being like toted around by weird elves named Bernie with dreadlocks and you're you're not thinking that something's wrong with you? Perhaps you're having an aneurysm or this is like your your death flash? Who knows? Also, the guy who seems to be in charge is like 15 and everyone else is seven. Right. But somehow they're also 3000 years old. Yes. Well, I mean, it should have started with, oh, my gosh, a man just died at my home and then his body disappeared. Yeah. Maybe I should call the cops. Right. And also, if yeah, if you're if a man dies on your front lawn and your first reaction is to put on his clothes and fly <laughs> around in a sled with reindeer with your son. I mean, again. I feel like you should probably start questioning your actions here. You know, I don't know about that. (laughs) That's just me. Yeah. (laughs) Now, now granted, I would make the same decisions that Tim Allen did, but I'm just saying I've had a full break with reality years ago. So I know where I'm at. (laughs) Well, um, Bernard tells Scott that he put the suit on, which means that he agreed to the quote Santa Claus. Get it? Which is in microphone. So I also want to know here too. It's like who did it first, this movie or Comcast? Ooh, burn. What do you mean? As Ooh. far as the the fine print clause, which you had to put like a magnifying glass over it to read it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it Ouch. clearly states. Zoom, 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 zoom. So basically, what you're saying is that Santa Claus and like this little elf factor, they're predatory lenders. <laughs> they should be. They should be fucking investigated by the SEC. They should be. We need a congressional hearing about this. Yeah, when's the Southern District of New York getting involved here? <laughs> <laughs> but this is the first time I realized, though, that like I, I never put two and two together that the movie, you know, the Santa Claus is spelled with an E instead of just, you know, you know like C-L-A-U-S-E as in like contract clause. That always went over my head. This is the first oh. time I picked up on that. That like Santa yeah. isn't a person. He's like a human contract. Fuck, I feel like an idiot now. I did too. When I figured that out, I was like, wait a minute. That's why I need Preble back on the podcast. Yeah. 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 Right break away. this all down. I need some brain power and a vocabulary. Uh, well, I'll try and get Preble on just to record a little, um, you know, 
a little like five minute, you know, excerpt about just uh, contr- you know contractual uh, clauses and <laughs> yeah, the legal the legal ramifications. Yes, around just be abiding ca- to a clause once you actually agree to it and what it means if you break it. Be careful, he's a lawyer now. Our bill is gonna fucking show up. <laughs> Made <laughs> out to hold episode. by popcorn. <laughs> We asked Preble to come on. He said no. Probably a good move on his part. Moving on. Yeah, so after some hot chocolates, Scott and Charlie fall asleep in Santa's big bed and wake up in their own beds the following morning. So it was all a dream. Phew. But wait. Except he has his SC pajamas on. Oh my God, yes. He's still wearing the same pajamas the next morning. And Charlie tells the whole story to his ex-wife, so maybe the dream was real. This is something again. Charlie has to realize this is a this is a great way for you to have no friends, <laughs> telling people that your dad's Santa Claus. <laughs> Especially in the next scene, because Charlie's in his classroom for parent work day, and first you got this fireman telling the entire class about like the agonizing pain of a third degree burns and how his partner died, and then Charlie goes on and tells the entire plot of the movie so far and says that his dad Santa, which all the kids laugh, including a little Tim Begin. Who asks uh, Tim Allen that if he pushed him uh, off a roof, would he just then turn into Santa Claus? <laughs> yeah, I would say that. <laughs> Probably take it further, to be honest, and say, well, I'm going to push you off a roof now, then. And then they would have had to get the principal involved, and then the principal would have got the police involved. And people would just would have blown it way out of proportion. <laughs> just push people off a roof. All I was asking is if I killed the guy. That's it. It's a hypothetical. Yeah. <laughs> The second I say the word kill, people start freaking out in school. Second I threaten death, people start going <laughs> wild. And I'll tell you, it's just, it's, I don't understand. Mm-mm. So at this point, though, Charlie, he's going way off the deep end because, you know, his mom's freaking out when she opens the door to his bedroom. And he sees Charlie sitting on top of his dresser, just yelling at reindeer chairs. Yeah, it's like a horror movie. That's exactly what I thought, too. Like... I feel like the next scene, like you should have had like the John Carpenter music with Charlie just wearing like a Santa mask, (laughs) holding a knife outside as the camera just pans out. That's not your child. (laughs) That's no child. That's not human. Yeah. Neil's like, Neil comes in. That's no child. (laughs) Leaves later on. The evil's gone. The evil is gone. (laughs) There's another movie we need to make. It's just Halloween Christmas. Boom. Mike Myers on Christmas. All right. So uh, Neil, he tries to myth bust all the Christmas facts. Charlie just keeps on shutting him down with one savage burn after another. And then Scott shits on Neil's sweater game by saying that he's got more important things to worry about. Like when he's like, uh, he's going to find some more sweaters once the circus leaves town. Burn! Woo! Great burn. Woo! I loved it. Solid. And his ex, Scott's ex-wife even thought it was great. <laughs> well, you I know, love look at, I know. <laughs> Sorry, Tim, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I was just saying, like, his ex-wife looked at her, looked at him, and Neil, like, I know, I know, the sweater's terrible. <laughs> well, that's the thing I think is so funny, because, like, Judge Reinhold says, you're right about the sweater, meaning that his wife told him that Scott was just going to ignore whatever he said and just shit on him for his sweater instead. Right. <laughs> 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 love it. I mean... Let's be honest, and I think we can all agree about this. What's the mom's name? Uh, Sally. I don't know. Sally. Who gives a Sally. shit? Sally, whatever. Charlie's <laughs> mom. We all know she has never 
had an orgasm with Neil. <laughs> she's got like an itch in her loins to get with Scott. You know what I mean? She's like, she's eyeing Scott. She's licking her lips. You know, Scott really gets in there. He digs in that little spot that she really likes. She knows that she's never going to be satisfied by Neil sexually. Mm-hmm. But she knows that Neil's a good provider, right? And he's going to teach him. He's going to teach Charlie about Santa isn't his dad is, you know, anyways. Well, the problem, too, that Neil knows because he has so many deep talks with her, Charlie's mom, is that she has a fetish for getting crushed. So that's why Neil's freaking out. (laughs) (laughs) He's seeing seeing Scott gain all this weight. He's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Yes, let me feel your weight, all of it. Put it on me. Smother me. I feel like that would be just like a fucking, I would, oh, God, I would run the fuck away if that was the thing. Like, let me feel your weight. Like, uh, uh, no. Say it again. What am I? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Christmas is coming early this year. <laughs> Take me to your toy shop. <laughs> oh, we're going there. <laughs> Jump on so, my sleigh. <laughs> <laughs> so I have this fantasy about feeling your weight on top of me while the other, the other end, um, a reindeer is just having its way. <laughs> and all the little elves are watching. I had this fantasy that uh, you were on top of me, and then there are just little elves running around, sometimes inside of me, sometimes not. Well, looks like I got the place just for you. <laughs> and then it ends, it just ends with a big, just a huge glass of warm milk and sprayed on your mm. face. <laughs> Subtle. Okay. All right. Merry <laughs> Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Woo, that's the episode. <laughs> it's getting dirty and dark. Oh, we got a couple more of these to go. So Scott that's takes nice. Charlie for a walk, plans to telling him that there's no Santa. But then after seeing his child's face, he changes his tune and instead tells him to keep it a secret. And then Which speak- is a good, that's a good maneuver. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. You know, that, I mean, that's a human. Let the kids enjoy the idea. You know? What you got to do is just got to tell them it's a secret and then nobody will know. So, Charlie, you know how we keep a secret about Daddy's special powder that he keeps in the vial? Yeah. (laughs) We're going to keep a secret like that, except it's going to be about Santa and about how you're seeing me as Santa and how you're delusional. We're just going to keep that a secret, just like Daddy's powder. Okay, do you remember how we talked about that? I do, Daddy. (laughs) Does Santa have lots of powder, too? Oh, lots of powder, Timmy, lots of Mm -hmm. powder. (laughs) Does it snow every day of the year in your house? In heaven it does. <laughs> so Where I was just going? thinking about this, actually. So with Santa, Santa's got this whole operation, right? I would imagine that it would be a nonprofit most of the time, but it has to be propped up by a for-profit arm of the Claws business. So do you think that outside of the holidays that all the elves just switch to just just hardcore drug making and distribution? I think they'd have to. I mean, do you think about you think about the business model? It's really set up for that, right? They've got you know the distribution I mean? network. You know, they don't fly. Yep. You got the the reindeers. They don't show up on radar. NORAD doesn't know what the fuck's going on. It's great, right? Yep. You cut the Colombians and Mexico right out of the equation. Yeah, they're not. They're not going to the North Pole. Fuck no. Mm-hmm. That's probably why their growth, like all, that's why they're so small and like malnourished. Like they're actually really are like adults, but just they've been doing blow 364 yeah. days out of the year. Mm. Hmm. Here's another yeah. movie idea, crossover movie idea. 
Santa and Blow. Mm. Huh. Blow. Or did someone already say that? Santa Blue. You know the movie Blow with fucking yeah, with Johnny yeah. Depp's name? Huh. Blow Santa? Oh, no, that's a porno. Um, <laughs> <laughs> actually, I feel like I'm gonna ha- we're going to have to uh, watch some some Santa Claus porn at some point to get into the season. <laughs> that'll, that'll be our next episode. We're just going to do a, a, a Santa porn episode. <laughs> 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 we'll go over the plot. I bet oh, you. We'll skip over all the vulgar shit instead oh. of what we're doing right now. Uh, I, th- I misinterpreted that. Wait, pretty I, excited for for a minute there. That we're all gonna do a Santa porn. <laughs> I thought this I is mean, what we watched. <laughs> the Santa cock. I thought that's what, did I get it wrong? <laughs> Santa cock. It glows. <laughs> There's an E at the end of the K. Yeah. So next day, Skull wakes up fifty pounds heavier with a beard. Arrives late to his meeting in a sweatsuit because he can't fit into anything else. We've all been there, right, fellas? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I have. I actually have been there before, so. <laughs> what they didn't cover is that a sweatsuit, um, it's really bad if you have a, an on-the-moment erection. You can't, there's no belt to keep it. It's, it's tough. Yeah. It's really a risk when you go out into public. Well, the good thing about the, the big uh, weight gain is that it's all, like, you know, his, his dick is just not working. Oh, yeah, there's that, too. Yeah, hypertension's a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, hold on. Yeah, then Raymond's father tells Scott to see a shrink and a dietitian after he freaks out during this toy tank commercial pitch meeting. Yep. Yep. He's making some good points. Yeah. I thought. What a dumb idea for that toy. Santa tank? Come on. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. He flips real quickly, though. Like, wasn't he like a raging dickhead a few days ago? What the fuck happened? A little bit later, Scott gets a Santa list shipped via Federal Express. Then our very own Tim Begin makes a cameo appearance in the shaving scene where Scott's beard grows back immediately. (laughs) (laughs) I did stare at that pic. Like, I just, like, froze it. It It's hilarious. Yeah, so Tim sent John and I a frozen gif of Tim Allen right before his beard grew back. (laughs) He's like, that's me. Yeah. (laughs) I'm in the film actors guild <laughs> just for that scene. I'll be getting my residual checks on the 24th of this month. <laughs> uh, and uh, my next note here is that Charlie's mom dresses like a fucking dickhead, which I think is just like when she's dressed like a pilgrim and she's crying over never getting like a mystery date toy or whatever, or date. Whatever the I'll fuck she's what, bitching about. Charlie's mom can get it. I would give it to Charlie's mom all night long. <laughs> <laughs> she looks pretty good in those, in those mom jeans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing gets me horny like uh, revoking child visitation rights. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know how you knew that was my fetish. but uh, <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Anyway, as mentioned, Scott loses his visitation rights, so like any good estranged father, he peeps through their window and watches them eat dinner. Then he just walks into the house, threatens to beat up Neil, then asks for some alone time with Charlie, a.k.a. he kidnaps his son. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. All of this this is incorrect, because I'm pretty sure if like your visitation rights are revoked, you don't get to come over anymore. (laughs) You're not able to just open the door, not even ring the doorbell. You just walk in. Right. Yeah, you just walk in. 
It's like breaking and entering. He's broken like eight laws before before he kidnap, kidnaps the kid. Yes, there's so many federal things going on here. Uh, um, what really happens, you know, th- like that does happen, but also what happens since this is a family movie is, um, you know, Bernard shows up at the house and they head to the North Pole. He still gets kidnapped, right. though. Yeah, like the family part is that they start hallucinating an elf. <laughs> this is just Charlie's repressed memories of, yeah, and Bernard was there, and he said the turkey was too dry, and we went to the North Pole. Meanwhile, he's just like in the trunk, just like gagged the entire time. <laughs> Don't like abuse kids make up stories like this because they're trying yes. to escape reality. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Ugh. <laughs> And then, uh, so after this, you get this suit-up montage accompanied by ZZ Top as Santa, Santa Scott, excuse me, suits up for his big night while the cops back at home arrest, like, ten Santas. Stop and frisk. I feel like that is <laughs> He's such got a, a weapon. Like, oh, yeah, we're just going to go arrest all the Santas. Like, sure. Like, guys, like, you got fingerprints and everything. They all carry IDs. You know who you're looking for. They're just snatching people off the fucking street. Like, <laughs> how many kids do you have in your trunk? What? What are you? What? It's, I work for the Salvation Army, man. Like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Um, I did laugh out loud though when <laughs> Tim Allen's doing that, that little waddling dance walk. Oh god! Oh yeah, he does the whole like arm in front. It's like, oh god! <laughs> I thought it was fucking hilarious. Sort of cracking up. Uh, I read that like that was improvised by Tim Allen. And like it was done in one take because the director liked it so much. But I'm calling BS on that because I rewound it. Everybody in the scene is doing it. So I don't know how improvised that is when everybody else is doing it, too. Yeah, no, that's bullshit. There's no fucking way. That's just an IMDb lie. No, everybody knows that kidnapped children are not reliable on stage. It's just (laughs) it doesn't fucking work. (laughs) Okay. so now Santa's back at it. And you have uh, the cute scene of Scott being nice to the girl, Sarah, that he was a dick to the year prior with the lactose intolerant milk. So that was nice. Aww. Mm-hmm. So that's cute. And then Scott gets arrested by the cops. <laughs> oh, no. Um, why are there so many kids still outside? Like, what time of night is this? Because Santa's Dude, there. A, that- like. That's what I'm saying. What the fuck is happening? Isn't the whole point of saying is that he doesn't come when you're awake? Yes. Like, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. Like 2 a.m. Is that like supposed to be his time when he's supposed to show yeah. up? Yeah, thereabouts. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that's, that's it's like 630. Cool. All the kids are still yeah. outside playing fucking street hockey. Yeah. Everyone's eating dinner and Santa's still coming. It's like, come on, dude, you're in the wrong fucking sense. time zone, Santa. Come on. I know. Yeah. And does Santa only deliver to fucking Chicago? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> all night in Chicago. Chicago and his house. That's it. Yeah. He outsources the rest of uh, North America's delivery. <laughs> it's all, all the people in India do it. Amazon does it. This is Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I think there's something on the roof. I think Santa's here. <laughs> Dude, if Jeff Bezos was around, like he would have bought out Santa Claus. <laughs> the, I am the Santa Claus with an E. Oh, oh. Read the fine print. I'm Santa now. <laughs> and I'm ripped. Mm. Well, Batman. thankfully, these elves have technology and they can fly. So they quickly break Scott out. What's the uh, what's the, the force's name? 
Um, I think it's called uh, Elf Force or something like that. It's something yeah, very it's like the acronym. Yeah, and Elf. It's a James yeah. Bond guy. Whatever it's like Q or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Oh yeah, that fat British kid. Yeah. It's like, come on. This yeah. is the probably the most cringeable scene in the entire movie. Like these like eleven year olds grinning like idiots, thinking that like they're gonna be super cute, like super cool, super cute. Here, I'm gonna be super cute. And um, you know, they think this is gonna be like a big classic scene in the movie. I don't remember the scene at all. And I saw this movie last year. I can tell that this at this point in the movie, like the director, for some reason, like there must have been some like time constraints because they were just speeding things up. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden you have this like these four kids who are flying around jetpacks for thirty seconds. They bust Santa Claus out, and then like the movie ends five minutes later. He honestly had more Santa time when he wasn't Santa the year prior. Yeah, I know. I know. It's kind of weird. It's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Scott goes back to his ex-wife's house for like the third time in seven hours or whatever the fuck. Tells Charlie that he needs to stay because they're all a family. And in a loving moment, he tells Charlie that believing that he was Santa made it come true. Oh. Yeah, that sucked. (laughs) Fuck 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 Christmas. Yeah, fuck that. This is America. Pull yourself up by your fucking bootstraps. Santa Claus isn't fucking real. You're fucking your your mother left your father. They're divorced. No, you do not get two Christmases. Your fucking stepfather's name is Neil. He's a fucking cunt. Fuck him. And you know what? It's fucking cold outside. Just I know no one can see me right now, but I have just been nodding vigorously. The real scene here is that the real scene here is that Charlie's like crying. And then like, instead of him like going up to like wipe his tear, he just slaps Charlie in the face. (laughs) Grow the fuck (laughs) up. (laughs) Goddamn disappointment. You're never going to be Santa. (laughs) I'm the Santa of my dead body. I'm the only Santa in this town. (laughs) If you want to be Santa, you take this knife and you kill Bernie right now. Show me you're man enough. Show me you love me. Show me you love Santa. <laughs> Take the knife. Uh, that's, that's when he pans out in the scene when he's wearing the Santa mask. There you go. Comes full circle. I I just don't understand how they were able to squeeze like two more movies out of this. I, I don't know how they were able to squeeze three more endings in this fucking like particular movie because this yeah. isn't even over yet. I know. So you get it's the horrible. happy ending with... Laura, that's the name. Laura is the wife's name. I got to ring oh, down. Like, Laura. Oh, Laura. I got three notes left in this whole fucking podcast, and that's one of them. <laughs> uh, Laura <laughs> and Neil. <laughs> the important details. <laughs> yeah, who gives a fuck? I don't know. Bad actor with terrible fashion sense. Um, yeah, they get the happy ending with Laura and Neil. They finally come around realizing that Scott is Santa as Laura burns the custody papers. But then there's a couple more endings. So after this, the SWAT team shows up and they have guns. There are no guns in so, Christmas. There shouldn't be a SWAT team on Christmas either, but there is in this movie. Well, it is Chicago. They have crazy people running around all hopped up, all hopped up on drugs. I mean, you got to take care of business here. <laughs> it's a fucking Rico case, man. You know, you got fucking racketeering and everything. It's horrible. The thing That's I'm just point. <laughs> the thing I'm just shocked about is that. Um, it's like a shocking twist. You know, Santa, he gets off his reindeer and they fly away and the cops don't shoot him down. I feel like this would have been even like a happier movie if it was like a British Christmas since the cops don't have guns. <laughs> this way. Imagine if it was like, if it was like uh, a Die Hard 2 where they just had like some anti-aircraft guns. 
Duke it. Nukem. That's that's Chicago. There's like seven million people in the area. I don't care. Just do it. It's Christmas. Do it. You can't let the cheer spread. It's like a disease. <laughs> this is my first time as new president. I'm Bill Clinton. Nuke Chicago on Christmas. <laughs> um, so then oh. Santa throws everyone's presents down, which includes a mystery date game and the Oscar Meyer wiener whistle for Neil. We didn't mention that earlier. Who cares? As all the children run down the street in the middle of the night while their parents don't even notice. And into the vans of... <laughs> Open arms of... Pedophile after pedophile. Yeah. Skinny arms and chubby stomachs alike. Um, Then you get the fourth. Santa comes when everyone's awake, I guess. I don't fucking know. (laughs) It's a a new Santa. Um, Then you get the fourth ending of this movie with, again, Scott showing up at his ex-wife's house. And uh, he, he and Charlie get into the sleigh. And they wish everyone a Merry Christmas, and the movie ends. Oh. It ends with some fantastic CGI, too. Wonderful. All throughout, fantastic CGI. Yeah. And great animatronics. Everything looked real. I mean, for fuck's sake, they had better CGI in this than the goddamn Godzilla movie that (laughs) we covered the one time. Yeah. I guess so. Whew. God damn, this episode felt like it was two hours. We're like an hour. Yeah, hour it's in. it's actually impressive. This is a rough one. We didn't really talk a lot about uh, the movie. We talked no. a lot about... Rape? Sexual, and sexual abuse. And pedophilia. Pole, <laughs> pedophilia. Yeah. The holidays yeah. just brings out the rage in you, you know? Yeah. Especially when you realize just like, you know, it, that all it is is basically like society taxing you. Like, not the government taxing you, it's society. Because you have to go out and yes. buy so much shit. Yeah. Also, like, fucking Walmart can stay in business. Oh, fucking Walmart. This was our Christmas SVU episode in which SVU stands for Santa is very upset. <laughs> <laughs> time for some tool time trivia. Whoa! Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. That's, that was a movie pitch, too. It's just, someone just went, all right, guys, imagine... Tim Allen on a sleigh with a child, and he says, "Ho ho ho, greenlit, greenlit, salt, do it." Boom. All right. So Tim Allen was not the first choice. Um, so the role was written for Bill Murray, but he passed on it because he made Scrooge. He didn't want to do another Christmas movie. Mm. Till he, he also has good taste. Yeah, yeah. there's that. Well, pff, yeah, until he did that fucking Netflix movie a couple of years ago that sucked. What movie was, what was that? that? A very Bill, a very Bill Murray Christmas, in which he just has a bunch of celebrities just like improvising horribly. It's terrible. Uh, it's an awful mm. movie. Um, so then they offered to the Chevy Chase, and he had to back out due to scheduling conflicts. So I guess they just really wanted an asshole in this movie. Uh, Somehow there would have been more cocaine. Uh, yeah, he Chevy was Chase. actually he was relapsing, is what happened. They're like, well, can't use him. <laughs> the entire <laughs> set is covered in white powder. Like we can't bring this guy in. I'm Santa, and we're going to have a great time. <laughs> Stop crying. Um, all right, so here's a couple of cast considerations. I mean, just looking through like IMDb. Um, I try to verify this on a couple of different sites, but IMDb just like they just throw every single big name of like 1994 on there. But wow. here's a couple of big names from the early 90s that I wanted to mention, which number one, Tim's favorite, Mel Gibson. 
Oh my yes. god. Oh god. Could you, you imagine? imagine how good this movie would have been? God damn. Mel Gibson was on there. Dude, fucking you would see crazy eyes. Imagine Santa with a mullet. Yeah. A golden mullet and then also you see like you saw Mel Gibson a couple years ago when he had that Santa beard. That Ooh. was like black and gray. I wanted I to mean, touch it. And he was like all HGH roided up too. <laughs> like that would have been amazing. <laughs> it would have just I mean, been the fucking Goldberg Santa movie. <laughs> I I could only imagine the reason why Mel Gibson wasn't cast in this movie is because he insisted on like a thirty minute diatribe, like anti Semitic diatribe yes. in the middle of the movie. <laughs> well, I mean, this is a Christmas movie, so we need to kill the Jews, right? Uh, yeah. no, no. Uh, Mel, Mel, uh, let's go talk. <laughs> well, um, uh, let me go back. To, let me get back to my boss, and I'll ask. Um, well, my boss is Jewish. He said no. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mel, uh, this is being produced by Weinstein and Company, so uh, we're probably not going to do that. Uh, c- categorical, no, actually. Um, why would you say something like that, Mel? Uh, I started drinking again. Because yeah. <laughs> I just hate them so much. <laughs> hey, listen, do you guys have any interest in doing this movie? It's been a kind of a pet project of mine for a while. It's called Passion of the Christ. <laughs> it's going to tell a real story about Christ, about how Jews were all conniving pieces of shit. Let's see how we can piss off the entire country at the same time. Let's go. It's a great Christmas movie. Jesus dies in it. Ugh. You also ever see that? Passion? No, no, I never watched it. I I saw it, and it was uh, that was a tough thing to watch. Uh, it's the only movie that's ever ended, but was completely like literally like if there was a cricket, we could have heard the cricket. Oh God! It just yeah. ends, and just everybody in the entire theater just kind of like looked at each other, and then. Uh, okay. And everyone left. <laughs> and then there's one bald guy that stood up in the middle and started giving this thing. <laughs> <Should he go? laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you died for our sins. Oh God. I saw that in Tennessee too. I'm surprised there wasn't somebody in tears. God damn. Yeah. No, no shit. All right. More considerations. Robin Williams, Tom mm. Hanks, Alec Baldwin, Tom Selleck. John Travolta. God, that would have been fucking terrible. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God, I'm Santa. <laughs> uh, God, Charlie, we're Santa. I'm Santa. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Oh, I'm already jolly. This is great. I don't have to lose any weight for this movie. Oh, my uh, God, Bernie, get over here. Give me a massage, okay? <laughs> yeah, touch a little bit lower. A little bit lower. Yeah. A little bit lower. Listen, Bernie, you're going to do what I tell you because I'm Santa, okay? <laughs> All right. Um... Michael Jackson, just kidding. <laughs> imagine? So do we get to keep the children after we shoot? Yeah. <laughs> These are my children. This is my home. You can oh. film in my home. It's great. <laughs> Come on, let's go, guys. Let's go. Man. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't just see Michael Jackson walking around in the background of this movie. <laughs> this movie ended and Michael Jackson gave him a standing O. Seeing all those little children elves. Um, Michael Keaton, which I could I could have seen that. Yeah, Michael Keaton wouldn't been good. I'm Santa. Uh, John Ritter. He was considered for him and Neil for Santa and Neil. John Ritter. Ritter? I don't know Ritter. Um, goddamn. I mean, you might have known. You know the uh, Ten Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. Remember that movie or that show? No. Eh, I'll look Uh, it up. Family Ties, I think, or one of those '80s shows. Whatever. Three's Company. Three's Company. That's it. Three's Company. Yeah. And he was also in Bride of Chucky. (laughs) 
Um, he gets killed by Chucky. Of course he was. <laughs> <laughs> and then the also last consideration, our man, Kurt Russell. Oh my God. I don't give a fuck about your Santa Claus or your Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just Kurt punches Russell? the fucking elf out. Fuck you. John, if you weren't going to say it, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Santa. <laughs> Listen, Scott. Call me Santa. Okay, Do it. Okay, Santa. <laughs> what about Al Pacino? <laughs> God. I'm over here with my kid Charlie. <laughs> and all of a sudden, this fucking guy falls off my roof. <laughs> I just like that's because I know I'm Santa Claus. How can he fit all those presents in that bag? That's because the bag's got a big bag. It's <laughs> a huge pouch. It's best. All right, Elf. In your Christmas head is all the way up. Christmas is a game of inches. <laughs> game of inches. <laughs> you claw for those presents. We claw with our fingernails for those presents. <laughs> Goddamn. Oh. oh, there's so much more we could do, but it's fucking 10 o'clock at night. All right. Yeah. Um, the role of Neil considerations included Brian Cranston. Ooh. That would have been a good one, I think. That actually, like, Brian Cranston would have been perfect in this movie because this is like Seinfeld era Brian Cranston. They should do like a Santa Claus remake with Brian Cranston. I think they that should. would be fantastic. Ryan Cranston's good in anything that he wants to be good in. That's true. That's a very good point. Including the horrific Power Rangers movie, which he was not good in. Um, uh, Jeff Daniels. <laughs> uh, Stanley Tucci would have been good in this, too. And then the last two would have been perfect. Rick Moranis and Bradley Whitford. Mm. It would have been great as Neil. Every single one of those would have been great. Rick Moranis would have been hilarious. <laughs> God, he would been- so, well, uh, how do you feel about that? Big thick glasses, just like staring at the kid way too closely. Um, Okay, so Tim Allen with his criminal record. Uh, So Disney, they had a no hiring of ex-cons policy, but they made an exception for this movie. (laughs) (laughs) That policy was probably for like, you know, like key grips and shit. Not for their star, (laughs) not for their like actors. No. Oh, well, of course we make exceptions for them. Um, I, I watched one, like one, uh, it was like a DVD extra or whatever on YouTube about like the making of this movie and like how to like how they put all the prosthetics on and they said like, you know, we're trying to explain to Tim that like, you need to stay still, you need to do this. And you know, of course, you know, like Tim didn't listen. He was, he was pretty, uh, he was pretty difficult about it, but Tim's always difficult. That's what the guy said. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. shit. God, these guys hate him. Damn. Um, uh, yeah. Well, speaking of Tim Allen, so for one week in November of 1994, Tim Allen had the number one movie at the box office, the number one rated TV show, and the number one New York Times best-selling book. Wow. Okay. Look at him, Look at him now. Yeah. Now <laughs> he's buying the cocaine. He's not selling it. Yeah. <laughs> um, another one about Tim Allen. So Eric Lloyd, who played Charlie in an interview years later, said that working with Tim Allen wasn't always easy. He would curse around children. He complained about certain parts of the script and he was late to the set uh, several times to which uh, Tim Allen eventually apologized about. But my guess is that he apologized after the interview came out. (laughs) Yep. Accurate. (laughs) And I imagine he did it very sarcastically. I'm sorry. You can quote that. (laughs) 
Did I mention that I'm really <laughs> upset I can't say a certain word anymore? Starts with an N. You want me to keep on spelling it? No, Tim. No, Tim. Tim. Please stop. All right, fine, fine. We'll make an exception. More. You could be in the movie. It's funny. <laughs> Why isn't anyone laughing when I say the N word? <laughs> Buzz Lightyear, goddammit! <laughs> the movie uh, takes place in Chicago, but was filmed in Toronto during the summer. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a trivia that's fact. That's so dumb. That's okay. fun. <laughs> it's complete opposite of everything. Um, all right, in the original cut, and this was on the DVDs too, This like up until a couple years ago, they cut it out. So Scott tells Neil's mom... Or, excuse me. Let me just go do this part over. All right. In the original... <laughs> God damn, the, the whiskey's kicking in. In the, orig- <laughs> in the original cut, Scott tells that... Uh, says that Neil's number is 1-800-SPANK-ME, which was actually a real, like, phone sex line, which caused a bunch of issues for parents several years later. So Disney had to cut that part out of the movie. Dude, Disney, that, that kind of weird shit, like between that and all the animated things where it's like, oh yeah, you know, this character has a fucking massive erection on the front of the cover. Like it's, they always fuck up like that. Yes, they do. Dirty. Mm. All right. Last trivia fact. This is my favorite one. In the original script, Tim Allen shot Santa off the roof. It's <laughs> <laughs> it. great. That would have been so if much you, better. If you Googled... If you Google um, the Santa Claus like trivia facts, that like there's like multiple articles about that, <laughs> and um, I guess like in, in like in the script, Charlie goes like, "You shot him. Why'd you shoot, shoot Santa?" And Tim Allen just said, "You shouldn't have been on the roof." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, they could have had a Fantastic. great scene later with Tim Allen running away and he gets shot in the ass, like <laughs> going into someone else's house later. If he shot Santa, how many felonies would that have been? God. Like eight. There would have been like eight felonies. Kidnapping, break-in, murder. Probably had an unregistered weapon since he committed a felony for selling coke. (laughs) Five? (laughs) I think we got at least five. Um, Probably like uh, trafficking across state lines. Yeah, carrying a minor. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely, yeah, the kid went across state lines. That's that's for sure. uh, Violating airspace of sovereign nations. Um and then you got minor charge. Yes, yeah, slave labor. Slavery. slavery. Uh, uh, uh wages. Intellectual property rights, because he makes everything there that other companies have designed. Mm-hmm. So China's going to be pissed. I... <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how China got uh, their business model. Yeah. <laughs> Stole it from Santa. They just <laughs> have Santa locked up, just <laughs> giving them ideas. <laughs> He's like he's like eighty seven pounds, just like it, curled in a ball in the corner. They're just like poking him with a, like a little stick. It's like you could live one more day if you give us another toy idea. Don't make Santa do it. Also, another great movie idea: Santa escaping from China. <laughs> They they just like they just start licking like start sucking down on the um the the, the Christmas like the candy canes until they get super sharp and then start poking Santa with it. Oh, <laughs> it's letting them bleed out. <laughs> Instead of doing the uh, the water torture, they do like uh, like hot cocoa dripping snow. <laughs> they just throw snow in his face. <laughs> Oops! Please stop. Just kill me already. 
There's a clause. If I die, someone else will take my spot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Time for questions. Who's your favorite and least favorite in this? Uh, so my favorite is uh, the reindeer, all of them, because they they're they don't fuck with anybody. I like that. It's simple. My least favorite is Neil um, because of his name, um, his sweaters, um, his lack of sexual prowess, um, inability <laughs> to have the emotional intelligence to keep lying to a child about uh, an imaginary character that makes him very happy um, in his face. And his face. It's punchable. Just Judge Reinhold's face in general. It's extremely punchable. Uh, so my favorite character is, um, whatever, Sally, whatever her name is. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Lara. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Lara because... <laughs> <laughs> Those shop collars. Hubba hubba. <laughs> Sign and, me up. Uh, my least favorite is Charlie. He's a whiny little bitch. <laughs> He's such a whiny little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charles probably, is my least favorite. Probably Canadian. <laughs> Most likely. I mean, <laughs> French Canadian. Mm. Oh, they're really nice on the days that they're that they're Canadian, and then well, other days. Yeah. The days when you tell them that, that you're not American. Ooh, it's bad. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. My least favorite is also French Canadian Charlie, and um, my favorite's Tim Allen. I thought he was just great at being himself, which is just a raging dickhead. <laughs> Good job, Tim. We're being like the eighth pick in this movie. Just how IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes have their own scoring systems, we decided to make our own. So what would your rating be for Seth Santa Claus? I, I struggled with that one. Oh, that was rough. Seth, Seth Santa Claus. Seth, 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 um, what I meant to say was for the, that didn't come out right. Go on, John. So I'm going to give this um, one case of hypertension with also a case of acute diabetes. Um, five oatmeal raisin cookies and a uh, glass of milk. I'm going to give this uh, upwards of 10 felonies committed by <laughs> Santa. Um, <laughs> d- divided by... Uh, the number of orgasms that Neil has given uh, Laura, which happens to be that actually can't even work because you can't divide it. It's a zero. zero, Mm -mm. That computes as an E. Yep. It's no good. E for excellent. There you go. Good rating, (laughs) Tim. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give this one small print clause to write out all your friends to get out of that snow powder charge for Tim Allen. Out of uh, one get out of jail free clause for Tim after he just ransacked Judge Reinhold's sweater wardrobe. <laughs> I'm shocked, Tim, that you were not on top of uh, Neil's sweater game here. Yeah, Neil's kind of a pansy. He kind of like mm. undercuts my sweater likes, you know. So it's not really the sweater more than who wears the sweater. It's the full package, Max. Mm. You got to. You got to have the sweater and you got to have the swagger. You got to have that big dick energy to wear the sweater. You know what I mean? If you're some like little impish dude in the sweater, then, you know, it kind of, it doesn't really do it for me. Well, you got to fill it in. I mean, the patterns don't display correctly unless they are stretched, you know? Right. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You you wear the sweater. Yeah, exactly. If I wear the sweater, then there's just like... Uh, women, women are jaws are dropping all over the place. You know what I mean? 
It, it Especially, Neil wears tits. Go ahead. I'm just no, saying. No, I'm sorry. No, go, go, go. But Neil wears that sweater. It's like you know, all of a sudden, it's like the Sahara Desert in the fu- in the entire female <laughs> population. Uh, the Dust Bowl. That's right. You wear the sweater. The sweater doesn't wear you. God damn it. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Um, time for some TV recommendations. You guys have any? Yeah. So, um, I started rewatching or actually finishing for the first time, uh, the West wing and, uh, brings me to a happier Ooh. place, uh, when politics, uh, well, they were still pretty shitty, but it makes me feel like the world was a lot better at one point. So that's really nice. Run yeah. When it was fake. Yeah. When it was all fake. It's yes. great. It's great. Martin President Sheen. Botlet. Mm. But fantastic. Wonderful politics. Everyone's good. The Republicans and Democrats don't completely hate each other. It's a wonderful fantasy. It's actually, it uh, should be <laughs> under Netflix's fantasy. <laughs> the, the fantasy land where politicians work for the better good of the country, not themselves. How about massive that? So, God. Besides The Watchmen and HBO, which keeps on getting better and better. Yeah. Um, I'm going to recommend on Netflix the toys that made us and the movies that made us, which are just both... Awesome, nostalgic, fun, um, awesome narrator, and probably like the best editing of like any show I've ever seen. The way they edit the shows, it's just it's laugh out loud funny. It's fucking hilarious. I was telling John about this last week when he um, when he was in town. Um, by the way, we originally were going to be doing a, a mini episode with uh, me and John, and then the wives, and then uh, the wives said no. So we that's why we were late this week with an episode. It's okay. What buzz kills. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think we can get him to do it um, January 1st. Mm. Also known okay, as New Okay, we'll Year's. stay tuned to that. And it's going to be a go rate. Yes. We, we, were, we were driving to, to your house and Lisa just, do we have to record? I said, no, Lisa, we do not. It's okay. It's <laughs> Good. <laughs> I brought some cocaine. Then they would have wanted to record. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. Just wait until the next episode. It's going to be high octane. Everyone's going to be showing everybody their assholes. It's going to be out of control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, think about that. Paco did that when he wasn't on cocaine. Could you imagine what he'd do if he was on cocaine? Oh, no, God. I cannot. Uh, that's the worst part of the That's the worst parts of the Bible. Like, <laughs> that's, that's not good. <laughs> that's Old Testament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's something that they left out. That's staring um, into the void and something actually winks back at you. It's not pretty. <laughs> But um, the movies that made us, especially if you're uh, Hold My Popcorn fans, all five of you guys that are listening, <laughs> watch that on Netflix because I think four out of the five movies are movies that we've already covered. Tim, do you have any suggestions TV-wise? Uh, TV-wise? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I have a... So Ice-T is actually in a new series. <laughs> oh. Um, you, a lot of people might be thinking, Ice-T, an actor, that's kind of crazy. He was mm. in that reality TV show yeah. with that woman with the, you know, the... His wife with the big butts. I can say uh, this new TV show, it's only been out for like 28 years, and it's a real <laughs> hot one on the streets. All the kids are talking about it. Ice-T is fantastic. It's Lawn Art or SUV. Uh, <laughs> SUV, SUV, all right. SUV, yeah, not SVU. That's my, that's my favorite. Whoa, movie. man, that was a twist. It's Lawn Order, Order, SVU, <laughs> SUV, whatever you want to call it. And it's a fantastic show. Ice-T's in it. Hot new. All the kids are talking about it. Get on it. <laughs> get out there. Yeah, I heard that Ice-T is going to get nominated for a Golden Glow for uh, Best New Actor for that. Yeah, as well he should, you know? Yeah. Like, he's really, like, he, a lot of people are saying, like, how could Ice-T be a good actor? 
And the answer is that he can't. (laughs) (laughs) How can one man with so much slicked back hair and so greasy and such shitty facial hair and terrible dialogue be so good in a show? The answer is he can't. (laughs) But tune in. (laughs) But listen anyway, because there's some really dark shit on that show. And there's an episode where Bill Burr is a jogger and he sees a dead woman on a bench. Wait, wait, hold on. Really? <laughs> yes. Dude. I haven't seen that The one. shit that oh fucking boy. Bill finds his way into is always so fucking... He's like, hey, lady, what you doing? Oh, oh, God. And he, like, runs away. It's like, Bill Burr. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I, ha- I have to I have to go through every SVU episode and find it. Billy Redface. <laughs> So just, uh, yeah, so what you have to do is to go on YouTube and just do Bill Burr SUV and you'll find it. <laughs> SUV, right? Not SUV. SUV. Yes, SUV. Yeah. Bill Burr SUV. Okay. Dead lady. It, there's a there's three million views. Ladies. Lady. All right, well, that's Santa Claus for 1994. If you like the show, please subscribe and rate. Also tell your friends about us, and we'll be back next week with another Christmas movie to ruin for everybody. We are going to be even more depressed and upset and down in the dumps. It's going to get worse and worse. As I watch my... Saddle up, folks. I might just shove a pen up my ass for the next one just to perk up for it or something. I don't know. Nice. You know, but the the ballpoint, though, so you can, like, get that extra millimeter if I need to. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like where your, I like where your head's at. Mm-hmm. No, it's all about accessories. I think Paco might come back on for that one. You know he I mean? might. Yeah. There's a lot of butt play. You know, you know. Tyson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If I could, mm-hmm. if I could write my name with my asshole. I, I've, I've actually, I've seen that. I saw that in uh, Amsterdam. <laughs> nice. The asshole or the vagine? Yeah, it, it was, it was the thing next to the asshole. Which is the vagina. Oh, the thing next to it. Hmm. She wrote on somebody's chest and then she smoked a cigar out of it. That was cool. I paid $20 to see that. That's $20 well spent. You know, I mean, that's kind of dangerous. You could get like some serious cancer smoking, you know. Who knows? She does it for the big money. She does it for the show. (laughs) It's all about the cause. She's, She's a true artist. Shoving a cigar in vagina. <laughs> okay, the show's over, right? Uh, yeah, it's done. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucking stick a fork in that shit. Jesus. By the way, Tim, check out your phone. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I'm going to pull this up. Let's, uh, let's see. It's probably a human bone. Bilber! Bilber! Hey, gorgeous, you feeding the fishies! <laughs> <laughs>